So it's 2019. Everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds. But before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair, you need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Raycon earbuds start off at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing. The company was actually co-founded by Ray J, and celebrities like Snoop Dogg, Melissa Etheridge, Cardi B, Brandy, J.R. Smith, and more are already obsessed. Raycon's wireless earbuds are so comfortable and so easy to take anywhere. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet, with no dangling wires or stems. And of course, they don't just look great, they sound great too. And they're perfect for listening to all your favorite iHeartRadio podcasts on the go. Raycon offers their wireless earbuds for everyone in a range of fun colors and at an unbeatable price. So go to buyraycon.com slash iHeart to get 20% off your order. That's buyraycon.com slash iHeart for 20% off Raycon wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. One more time, buyraycon.com slash iHeart. My next guest, we were laughing before we uh, brought up this interview because of the fact that uh, I've known him a long time, man. You know, the, the great thing about this show is to get to hear and meet people and you kind of like watch their career. And this is one gentleman I've actually watched his career as a, as a young man and now a grown man. I'm talking about a young man and a grown man. He grew up in Germany with his mother, uh, a psychologist from Germany, and his father. He's a physician from Ghana, West Africa. So that's a lot of, lot of that's the career you suppose you think he will go, you know, psychologist, physician. No, but he was a talented uh, tennis player, one of the best tennis players in Germany, until a, a chronic back injury slowed him down. So he said, what am I going to do next? I'm, I'm, I'm tall. I look good. Hollywood! Hollywood! Now he's become one of the most consistent working actors in Hollywood. Please welcome the money-making conversation. Rish- I'm about to say my name. Boris Kojo. <laughs> hey, buddy, Boris. Good morning, Rashad. Oh, How just, are man. you? I'm just, now, Boris had been by my house. He beat my daughter badly in tennis. You know, because here's a guy who practices with Serena. Okay, now I'm just telling you how good he is. He, he was later, when Serena wants to practice sometime, probably not now, because, you know, she got private jets and everything. But uh, he would always practice with her. So he was in town one day, and my daughter, little tennis prodigy, I said, Boy, can you come by and play her? And my daughter said, He's so good. You know, he's a, if you look at him, he's a natural athlete. But I always want to thank you. And I want to tell you, my daughter, she went pro. Just give you a backstory on that. She went pro, was doing well, then she blew out her knee. Boris. Oh, she blew out her knee. No way. ACL. And now she's in college. I'm happy for her, man. She's in college, and uh, uh, she's majoring in mechanical engineering. Now, she told me to tell you hi. She said, uh, I told her, she was looking at my calendar. She said, oh, Mr. Mr. Coach, you're going to be on your show. I said, yes, baby. Uh, and, but she's doing well, and my wife told me to tell you hi as well. And uh, thank great. you. And, uh, Give her my love. Thank you, man. So when you was uh, whenever you, you say you have to do something for your family, I always know I understand that because family is important, and it makes a difference in everybody's life. Now, your life, you and I go back at least 16 years. 20 years. 20 years. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I'm thinking about the Steve Harvey years. I was 20 years when he was coming in auditioning for sitcoms. He's coming in. That's right. Sister, Sister, Jamie Foxx, Monique. And, um, you know, Boris, it's really, uh, when I look at at your career, man, because, you know, stand-up comedy. You've been a, a basic, I won't say kind of like a superhero in those Resident Evil movies. Uh, you know, you was a voice in the Ferdinand movie. Uh, you uh, uh-huh. uh, you spoofed yourself in Real, Real, uh, Real Housewives of Hollywood. Uh, 
And now you're playing a, a, a doctor, a, 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 a husband, husband of, of, of Hollywood. And then you, now you're playing a doctor on Cold Black. Did, did, mm-hmm. did you see all that, man? Did you see that journey shaping itself like that? You know, you never know what uh, God will bless you with. Yeah. Um, I, one thing that I can say that, that's been a consistent in my life was that uh, I've always had faith and that I've always been ready. Mm-hmm. So whatever opportunity presented itself to me, uh, I was able to take advantage. I was able to take advantage of it, whether it was a scholarship uh, that I got to play tennis at VCU or a modeling contract I had with Ford or then you know the acting world. I was always ready to take advantage, and right. um, that's something that's been that's been a constant in my life. And that's really important because here's the deal about uh, Boris and I, you know, and and, he, and and he knows me as a guy who I call him, hey, Boris, can you do this? I, I remember when Steve would go on vacation, I would call him, could you sit in? Because I always felt he was just a super talented guy, and the way you get out of mm-hmm. being typecast is you do things that people don't consider normal. And I always felt that's when he right. hosted the show... It just showed a different side of him for four hours. Because people go, people ask mm-hmm. me, you got Boris Corwin hosting your show? I go, hey, 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 chill. I'm the producer. I created this show. I can do what I want to do. And just and so, <laughs> and, and I felt that, I felt that you was funny. You was articulate. You, you interviewed. And I always felt, man, that what I see now is what I saw way back then. And I'm, I'm so proud uh, of you, man. And and when every time, I, anyway, when I saw you on the Real Husband of Hollywood acting like a fool, I went, this boy, he, he ain't lost his mind now. <laughs> So how did that come? Uh, how did that come about? You improv with Kevin Hart on a crazy show on BET. Yeah, well, you know, my, my one of my best friends is Chris Spencer, and he's actually yes, the yes, of the yes, show. I know Chris Spencer. You know Chris. <laughs> you know Chris. Yes, and and we we were talking about this a long time ago, uh-huh. and and he wanted to put this together, and and you know, one thing that a lot of people don't know is that we were we we're all real friends, right? Uh, you know, Kevin. Dwayne, Nelly, we're all friends, and, and we used to hang out the same way that you saw it on TV. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, so the, the show wasn't a big stretch. It's just that it gave us uh, creative license to just act the fool because you know this is a hyper real version of who we are. Mm-hmm. And uh, but it was fun because we got to you know we got to hang out with each other again, spend some time together. So this is this has been one of the the most satisfying sort of things that I've done in my career because it's it, it, it was just it came natural it was organic right. authentic you know right. and that's that, that's yeah. what I liked about it and it, I liked about it because it seeing you in that light because you know you you and your wife Nicole Ari Parker had done a sitcom yeah. together and mm-hmm. so that was really mm-hmm. your first you know you know you know you because you've done comedic roles and uh, but this is mm-hmm. the first time you were starring in a comedic sitcom and then and then you turn yeah. around you and this this is a blown out funny off you know off the wall popular because i ran into paris mm-hmm. i ran into kevin hart he was over there syndicating in MIF. so it was being syndicated in europe yeah. so this was a, a worldwide phenomenon real husbands of hollywood and so with that being said how did that help your brand doing that show you know um <clears throat> i think it's just to uh the, the diversity that I could bring to the table because when you first start out in Hollywood, um, the first role you play uh-huh. that uh, that garners you some some um, uh, some 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 notoriety, if you will, right. uh, the studios tend to studios tend to book you or, or, or want to cast you for the same roles over and over again. So uh, if you're not careful, 
you end up in a in a box and you end up being labeled a certain a certain way. So anytime I was able to stretch and do something that people didn't expect me to do, I took advantage of it. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. uh that's how people that's how people learn how versatile you are. You know, I I graduated with a business degree and and I I, I never used it until I came to Hollywood and then I figured out, okay, look, uh, I'm more than an actor. I'm I'm a brand. You right. know, I'm a brand. So I have to I have to I have to approach my career like I would if I was developing a brand. So mm-hmm. part of that development is being as versatile as you can to, you know, show yourself in a different light to make people understand that you can you're not a you're not a one trick pony. And I think I've accomplished that with uh with roles like, you know, real husbands. Well I'm gonna tell you also the big role, at least I the really was the eye turner for me was when you got the, the NBC show Undercover. It was Undercover, right? When you played an undercover spy. Yeah. Man, yeah. I'm going to tell you something. When I saw you and I went, my boy. You know, it's kind of crazy because, you you know, I know you. you just, I know you as Boris. Mm-hmm. Okay. When you yeah. got that role, I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. He starred on yeah, NBC. That was, that was a great. Yeah, that was a great. That was a great. J.J. <laughs> Abrams. J.J. Abrams. Yeah, J.J. Abrams. It was great. It was a really, really great show. It was it was well produced, um, and it's fun. You know, they canceled the show after the first season, and we had almost nine million viewers. I know. Which, which, not, which nowadays uh, they would they would kill for nine million viewers. Absolutely. You know, nowadays shows like that they have four or five million. So um, it's just a, it's just a testament to to how Hollywood works, or or you know how it doesn't work. Sometimes it's it's about timing. It's about it's about things sometimes that don't make a lot of sense, you know. Right. And uh, at the at the time, it was it was probably, if you think about it, that was almost ten years ago. So yes, um, maybe maybe we were a little bit ahead of our time, and maybe that's what hurt us, you know. Because if you look at the if you look at the TV uh, atmosphere right now, now, a show like Undercover come on now would fit perfectly into what's going on right now. Absolutely, you know? especially on Netflix. Uh, yeah. Especially on Netflix. Yeah. Oh no. Absolutely. No doubt. No doubt. This show would go on forever. Um, but you know, it's it's part of it's part of the journey. You know, some things. Uh, you know, sometimes the timing is right, and sometimes the timing is off. You just got to roll with the punches. And then, and then he, when it was in my house, I was going. We was talking. I go because he started Resident Evil, and I said, mm-hmm. I said, you survived. He said, Yes, Rashad. Go back and look. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then he went on. Then he went on uh, 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 internet and he found a clip that showed he survived because you did two. Resident <laughs> Evils, correct? Yes, that's right. That's right. And if everybody knows, and usually, that, you know, mm-hmm. usually, usually the black guy dies. There first. you go. <laughs> when, I, when, I, when I signed on, I made sure I made sure that I would survive. He said, Rashad, no, 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 I lived. I lived." They go because he, he, he goes into the hole, and there's nothing but uh, those uh, those uh, those um, uh, zombies down there. Zombies. So there's no yeah. way he could live. There was no way. I knew he was dead. <laughs> No, he survived. He showed me the clip. He survived. And you did two episodes there. When we come back, we want to talk about the uh, your clothing line, and also talk about Nicole yeah. Ari Parker being in Target stores, and also talk about your mm-hmm. foundation. We'll be right back with more of my friend, man. Just go great. I'm so proud of you, man. And I say that with sincerity. Uh, he knows Thank I always you. make phone calls to him. Hey, man, get on this phone. Let's promote that NBC mm-hmm. show. Come over and host this show. He knows I'm That's a firm, right. I'm a fan of Boris Kojo. Be right back with more. Thank you. Okay, I'm back on the line. Uh, Boris Kojo, good friend of mine, um, uh, incredible 
father, incredible husband, uh, an incredible person, uh, an entrepreneur. That's what I love about it because uh, in 2010, he uh, started a custom clothing line. And uh, tell everybody about it. Uh, you you've been you've been telling me about it for years. It, it did what you it started with your brother, correct, Horace? That's that's right, Pat. My brother Patrick. Um, he he brought the concept to me, and it was basically um, putting putting the 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 notion of custom made suits and shirts on his head because traditionally. Uh, owning a custom suit or shirt is something that not a lot of people can afford because it's so expensive. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to we wanted to cater to the other ninety percent, the other ninety nine percent of people who deserve to have suits and shirts that fit. So we mm-hmm. created World of Alpha, which is an online custom suits and shirts manufacturer, and. Um, you basically go online to worldofalpha.com, you pick your fabrics, uh, you pick your styles, and you walk through different design options, and you actually design your own suit online. Um, we have hundreds of different fabrics. We have uh, tons of different design options. There's a there's a measuring page where you can put your measurements, mm-hmm. and if you don't have your measurements, there's a little video that teaches you how to <laughs> how to get those measurements done. Honest measurements. You put your you put your inf- honest measurements. You put your info in there, and 25 days later, you get your suit or your shirt in the mail. And um, we launched yeah we launched about uh, yeah eight eight years ago right mm-hmm. and with great success and it's been it's been an amazing journey as well. Uh, not only do we do straight to consumer uh, suits and shirts, but we also uh, target universities. We target uh, NCAA uh, um, teams like UNC and and, and uh, Michigan State are are customers of ours. With the whole football team and the whole basketball team that we're in world of offices because you know when you're an athlete, uh, you can't buy off the rack, so oh, you no. got to get custom stuff, and uh, usually it's too expensive. Start at two fifty. Mm-hmm. Our shirts start at thirty bucks, so it's very affordable. Wow. It's great material. One hundred percent wool. There's uh, there's different um, uh, wool blends. Uh, we have linen, uh, so you got to check it out. It's a, it's a really great way to get your custom suits and shirt. Okay, let me talk to people out here now about this. A thirty dollar custom shirt because I know you know you go over there and get. I'm gonna just start something like Arrow, nineteen dollars. But that's uh-huh. an Arrow shirt. Mm-hmm. Thirty dollar custom mm-hmm. shirt. Now, I'm just telling you, I buy. I, I can't. I've never bought a thirty dollar custom shirt because I didn't know about yep. the service. Listening makes us smarter, more connected people. It makes us better partners, parents, and leaders. And there's no better place to start listening than Audible. Audible is where so many inspiring voices and compelling stories open listeners up to new experiences and ways of thinking. Audible members now get more than ever before. Members choose three titles every month, one audiobook plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Members also have unlimited access to more than 100 audio-guided fitness and meditation programs. Audible delivers bestsellers, business, self-improvement, memoirs, and more, all professionally narrated by actors, authors, and motivational superstars like Rachel Hollis, David Goggins, and Mel Robbins. Audible members can also get free access to the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Washington Post delivered daily to the Audible app. With the convenient app, members can access Audible anytime, at the gym, while commuting, or on the go, and on any device. We'll always pick right back up where you left off. Audible also offers free and easy audiobook exchanges, credits you can roll over for a year, and a library you keep forever. 
even if you cancel. Explore all the ways listening on Audible can help improve mind, body, and soul with entertainment, information, and inspiration. You can get titles from your favorite iHeart talent, such as Chelsea Handler, Danny Shapiro, Charlemagne the God, and Bobby Bones on Audible. Start listening now with a 30-day Audible trial, and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals are free. Visit audible.com slash iHeart or text iHeart to 500-500.